Hey, this is the bonus Friday, September 24th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We've got everything you need to know in 10 minutes. Well, considering it's Mike Clay and I, maybe we'll go 15. All the prop bets we like heading into the NFL betting weekend. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. All right, uh, so Anita Marks, Mike Clay, week one, we went 11-4. Week two, we went 9-7. and seven. So Mike, we're still winner, winner, chicken dinner. We've got the folks sitting at 20-11 and 11 on the season. You ready to rock and roll for week three? Yeah, yeah, let's keep it rolling. All right, let's do it. Let's jump into that Atlanta Giants game, which I really love. You know, um, Atlanta, their their defense is just god-awful. And we saw Daniel Jones, his athleticism, we saw it shine big time. Uh, rushed for over 90 yards in week two. I see a lot of that this week because shoddy offensive line. I've got Daniel Jones a few ways. I've got Daniel Jones over one and a half touchdown passes. I've got him over 290 rushing and passing yards. And... We're seeing the connection between him and Sterling Shepard. Shepard, over five and a half receptions and over 61 and a half receiving yards. That's how I'm playing the prop bets in that game. I know you've got a bet here as well. I do. I'm, uh, you know, look, you know, you and I discussed this in the offseason, Saquon Barkley and what his outlook is for the season. You know, my expectation was kind of slow out of the gate, you know, some limitations, tough defenses against Denver and Washington, and then 10 days rest, and then he gets rolling. Uh, against Atlanta. And you just talked about their struggling defense. Well, they've allowed uh, 4.6 yards per carry this season. That's eighth highest in the NFL, a small sample, but not really lighting it up out of the gate. Meanwhile, you know, we saw a long run from Barkley in his last game and he played over 80% of their offensive snaps. So I'm going over 62 and a half rushing yards in this game. You know, if you look at his resume throughout his career, he's cleared 62 rushing yards in 18 of 31 games in which he had double digit carries. And if he gets the 17 carries, well, he he's hit, uh, he's hit this rushing line in 14 of those 16 games. So, uh, you know, I expect the volume to be up. It's a good matchup. I think the giants will win this game and, and be ahead throughout. It's going to give him plenty of opportunities to get back to uh prime Saquon Barkley. So I think over 62 and a half yards on the ground this week. All right, let's take a look at that Seattle Minnesota Vikings game, which I think a ton of points are going to be scored there. And, in fact, one of my bets this week is the Seattle team total over 27 and a half. But prop bets, what do I love? Russell Wilson, he's going to cook maybe over 282 and a half passing yards. And his and, and the connection I'm really, I'm keeping an eye on is Tyler Lockett, over 73 and a half receiving yards. Um, you know, he's got a great matchup against Breland, who, by the way, has allowed over 100 receiving yards and two touchdowns to opposing wide receivers. So, again, I think a ton of points to be scored here. Wilson's going to cook, and I think he's going to look towards Tyler Lockett a lot. What do you like in this matchup? Yeah, I like that call on Lockett. I featured that matchup against Breland in my receiver cornerback matchup column this week. Uh, so, with you there, um, I like their quarterback. I like the quarterback here. You know, you mentioned Russ over on passing yards. How about over one and a half passing touchdowns? You're not going to get good juice on this one, but there's a really good chance he's going to get there. He's thrown at least – two touchdowns in 14 of his past 19 games, tracing back to week one last season. And what's crazy to me, what really stood out about this one is that Wilson has been money in the bank in this category early in the season. He's thrown at least two touchdowns in 12 consecutive games played during weeks one to three. 
just unbelievable. That includes the past two weeks, of course, against the Colts uh, and the Titans through two plus in both of those games. Uh, he's actually, you know, remember last year how well he did early in the season, eight straight games to open 2020 with two plus passing touchdowns. And of course, this week they're playing at Minnesota. You know, this is a team that's kind of desperate now. They're 0-2. They need a win. They're going to, you know, we know they could put up points and Seattle's going to have to uh, keep up with that. They also, Minnesota's allowed two plus passing touchdowns in each of their first two games as well, kind of struggling on that side of the ball uh, out of the gate. So I think Russ is, has a really good chance to hit this one. So even at ugly juice, I think he can get there. All right, let's take a look at the Chargers-Kansas City game, another game that I believe a lot of points are going to be scored. And I really like Eckler this week. Week one uh, wasn't so great. Again, keep in mind, he was coming into the season with an injury, but he really crushed it in week two. And I see him picking up where he left off. I'm going to play him two ways. I'm going to play him over 55 and a half rushing yards, and I'm also going to play him over 95 and a half rushing and receiving yards. I think he's going to be a big part of this offense against Kansas City, which we know uh, two excellent quarterbacks. And I think it's, it's going to be one of those keeping up with the Mahomes or keeping up with the Herberts. That's what's going to happen here. What's your play in this matchup, Mike? Yeah, so they are going to have to keep up with uh, Mahomes this week. And that's going to mean likely a lot of passing. Uh, you know, even if you adjust for game script so far, the Chargers have the fourth pass heaviest offense in the NFL. And, and you know, again, game script may be negative here. Uh, if they're behind or it's a close game with this high scoring Chiefs team. So my prop here is Austin Eckler under 13 and a half carries. Uh, look, it's never really where he's been a major asset. He's not a goal line guy. He's never had more than 37% of the Chargers designed runs. And if you actually go back to the, you know, the first time he took on a significant offensive role for the Chargers, that was the beginning of 2018. Well, he's played in 44 games since that point, Anita. Well, he, uh, he's only reached 14 carries. In eight of those games, that's an 18% hit rate. He's only actually done it once. Actually, he's only hit double-digit carries once against the Chiefs in his career. Uh, again, it's been mostly during the Mahomes era when, when they're trying to keep up with this high-scoring Chiefs offense. So, uh, you know, what's interesting is I'm under on the carries here. I like that one a lot. But, you know, your yardage props that you're over on, I'm really close to those lines. You know, he's an efficient player. So I think he can actually – uh, I check off all of these. I think he can get 56 rushing yards, 96 scrimmage yards, and still be under 14 carries. You know, his career tells us that he can pull that off. Well, I'm glad that you agree with me because you know what I think about you. I think you're one of the most brilliant minds in, in our business. So that makes me feel good about my wagers. I praise. Um, I appreciate it. <laughs> Let's talk about that Washington football team going up against the Buffalo Bills. Um, so, I, you know, I, I know there's been a lot of talk this week about um, Josh Allen. You know, what's wrong with him? He did not He did not pick up where he left off last year. Well, you know what? I think he goes over one and a half touchdown passes this week against Washington. I think this is going to be a much more higher scoring game than what most people think. Heineke, um, I think, is a much better quarterback than what most people think. And so I, I, I do believe that there's going to be a, a solid amount of points that are going to be scored here. But my favorite prop bet in this is Emmanuel Sanders over receptions. Now, that number hasn't been posted yet. It will be posted, I'm sure, I don't know, an hour, two hours before game time. Keep an eye on it. But you know this better than I. That matchup against Benjamin St. Just, my good friend, Bram Weinstein, who's the voice of the Washington team, cued me into this when Washington took on uh, the Giants. And so I'm, I'm just, I'm going to ride this. Whoever St. Just is on <laughs> each and every week, I'm going over in receptions and over in receiving yards, uh, depending on, obviously on the matchup. But 
I love Emmanuel Sanders. He's averaging seven targets. He's taken over the role from John Brown, who's no longer there. So that's my favorite prop bet. Emmanuel Sanders over receptions. But again, unfortunately, that number hasn't hit yet, but it will before kickoff. Yeah, uh, like it for sure. Um, I'm going uh, with Josh Allen over 35 and a half pass attempts in this game. I mean, the Bills, tracing back to the beginning of last season, have been one of the past heavy, past heaviest offenses in the NFL. Uh, Allen's actually gone over 35 pass attempts in 12 of his past 21 games. It's about a 57% hit rate. It includes week one earlier this season. He attempted 51 in that home game against the Steelers. Uh, they're playing Washington this week at home, and look, they are seven and a half point favorites. So if they build an early lead, this one could sink quickly. But this Washington has a really good defense, so I, ex- I expect them to kind of hang in this one and force Buffalo to have to throw the ball throughout the game. In fact, Washington has faced seventy nine pass attempts already. That's seventh most in the NFL. So uh, I'm at thirty seven and a half here. I like the over. All right, let's take a look at that Jets Denver game. Yes, we must. Um, listen, I'm here in New York. I've, I've tried to explain to Jets fans, like, you know, you got to give Zach Wilson time to go from BYU with subpar competition immediately to the NFL with a shoddy offensive line, not a lot of weapons to work with. It's going to be a long season. And we saw it last week, four interceptions. Uh, and now he has to go from a Bill Belichick defense um, to a Vic Fangio defense. Good luck with that. I got Zach Wilson throwing a pick. Now, it's a lot of juice. It's minus 190. You can get Zach Wilson throwing two picks at plus money. I'm all over both those. And I love Cortland Sutton. No Jerry Judy. So I like over in receiving yards. Unfortunately, again, the the number isn't out yet. It will be out before kickoff. Keep an eye on it. But I love Cortland Sutton. Um, He's getting a ton of targets now from Teddy Bridgewater uh, because uh, Jerry Judy is out. Really, I was really excited even before the season started. He's such an unbelievable talent. So, again, over uh, receiving yards for Court and Sutton against a, uh, a Jets secondary, especially their corners. Two of their corners are rookies. Two of their linebackers are rookies. Uh, this Denver should have an easy, easy, easy day. Here's another thing really quick, Mike, I want to mention. is Denver, keep in mind, in September, playing in mile high, when a lot of these athletes, a lot of these football players aren't in football shape yet because they didn't participate a lot in the preseason. So that's another thing. This Jets secondary, they're going to be so gassed because they're not, they're not going to be used to that altitude. Like Denver's going to crush it this week, by the way. Um, what's, what's your play in this game? Yeah, I, I totally, totally hear you. And we've seen that in the past with Denver faring very well at home early in the season. Also, the Jets are work in progress at that cornerback position. You know, a lot of youth there. Uh, they've they've just kind of been patching it together with with some very young players, mostly day three and undrafted kids. So I hear you there. Um, I actually have a bunch in this game, so you know I'll keep it kind of tight. I, if you want full analysis of of these props, I have an article that comes up every Saturday uh, in the chalk section, so you can review through these. But um, you know the the three from this game, I like Javante Williams under one and a half catches. You know only ten percent of Teddy Bridgewater's throws have gone to running backs this season. That is lowest in. The NFL, so, uh, you know, I don't know that Javante has a a good shot to get to two catches in this game, Um, you know, uh, so I I would lean on the under here for sure with Javante, you know, he's splitting that backfield with Melvin Gordon and not really involved in the passing game. And then the other one or another one here is Michael Carter. Uh, I like two for him over seven and a half carries. You can get that at plus money. It's plus 115 right now and over nine and a half receiving yards. He has actually been over that 
uh, in both games so far. He was over the carry total this past week, and he has been their most effective back. So I just think his role will continue to increase. And, uh, you know, I look, I, I know that they the game script might not be good here playing in Denver, and they might have to throw the ball, but he should be able to get to eight carries as their primary back. So uh, like those two, and I'll give you a negative on a Teddy Bridgewater. How about, <clears throat> how about yes to an interception for Teddy at plus 165 here? Uh, Anita implied 36% chance here based on this juice, but I think it's closer to 50, 50. This guy has 57 career touchdowns and 36 career interceptions. He's been very aggressive this season. 9.7 average depth to throw is very high. And look, I know he hasn't been, picked off yet this year, but you know, he threw at least one in eight games last year, he had 11 in 15 games. So it's not like this is a guy that uh, has generally dodged the interception bullet. So, uh, you know, I, I think that at, at the juice, I think that one really makes this one uh, intriguing. So I'm taking yes to Teddy here at plus 165. All right, Mike, two more games, uh, because I know we're, we're at the, uh, we're at the, the 10 minute mark and I don't want to go too long, but two more games. Let's talk about the game of the week. And that's the Bucks going up against the Rams. The Bucs have been outgained in both home games this season. They've given up 700 passing yards in two weeks. Ha! And now they face Stafford, who, you know, in our fantasy football marathon, I love Stafford. I told folks, sit back, wait until the 10th round, grab Stafford. Dude's unbelievable. He's had three touchdown passes um, of 15 yards or more this season. He's just unbelievable. Meanwhile, I think Brady's going to have a hard time. Brady doesn't like when he gets pressure on the interior of the offensive line because he really doesn't scramble that well. He likes the pressure to come from the outside, and he does a great job stepping into the pocket. Well, that's not going to be the case with Aaron Donald in this Rams defense. So I'm playing Brady under 310 and a half passing. Yes, I have an under. I know. Hold the presses. Anita's got an under here. Brady under 310 and a half passing yards. Uh, and on, on the opposite side, I love Stafford. He's play. He's he's uh, him in in, in McVay play action thirty five percent of the time, Mike. And I think that's going to eat up that Bucks pass rush. So I like Stafford over two and a half touchdowns, and you can get that at plus one seventy, plus one seventy. And also, wow. again, we know in two week in two games now, two weeks in the NFL, his guy is Cooper Cup. Cups have an unbelievable year. Cooper Cup over six and a half receptions and over eighty four and a half receiving yards. So, um, yeah, so, so that's how I'm playing that. And, and one more, I want to, I want to tee up and that Cincinnati and the bears, um, that bears offensive line is so God awful. Uh, Justin Fields is going to be running for his life. I like Justin Fields over 207 and a half passing yards, as well as Justin Fields over 266 and a half passing and rushing yards. I think he has a big game, uh, in regard to, 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 to st statistically fantasy wise. I do believe the Bears lose, but I just I love these numbers right now for Justin Fields. I think they're I think they're considerably low based on his athleticism and what I think he can do against Cleveland. So, but why don't we end on your favorite? What what is your you know is, is there another other is there a prop that out there one of your favorites that we haven't touched on yet? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think the Russ one we talked about is probably my favorite. Um, you know, I'll give you another player I'm looking at. How about Mac Jones over 31 and a half pass attempts? He hit that comfortably against Miami in week one and just missed last week in a game where the Patriots were tied or ahead the entire game. He had 30 
uh, the thing is, he's, you know, he, he doesn't scramble. He has zero carry. So if he drop, if they call a pass, he's going to throw a, a ball. So to get the 32 pass attempts in this game against the Saints shouldn't be too hard. So I like that. And that one, you can get right around even money. And I also like under one and a half passing touchdowns. The Patriots team expected pass touchdown total is 1.1. That's lowest in the NFL. Why? Well, you've seen Damian Harris and James White running it into the end zone, right? They're calling runs at the goal, at the goal line, not passes. So uh, Mac Jones, as a result, has only one passing touchdown through two games. I think he's going to be in that zero to one range again this week against the Saints. So, uh, and, and by the way, the Saints held Aaron Rodgers without a touchdown in week one. They gave up two to Sam Darnold in week two. So, you know, they're rating that, you know, they've only allowed two for the season. But uh, for me, Jones, uh, I think he goes again under on pass attempts, uh, over on the pass attempts, under on the passing touchdowns. I love it. Uh, Mike, you're awesome. I love doing this podcast with you each and every Friday. Please know that I take notes <laughs> as well with your picks and your plays. And, and you're, way, you're, beat, um, you're beating me so far. You got you got the better win percentage, so we have to we have to I have to pick it up a little bit here in week three. But I'm not looking. I'm not looking at like I'm like you and I are a team. We're 20 and 11. <laughs> we're winning like as a team. We're winning people money. We're winning that's people true. money, that's and that's. True. Really, that's all that matters. And uh, and so um, anyway, that's it for today. Again, I know we went a little bit over, but there's a lot of prop bets we like in week three. And we're all we're, we're here trying to help everybody win some money. So um, please do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review and follow if you're enjoying the show. It helps us out tremendously. And uh, and good luck in week three. We're going to be here for you each and every Friday, uh, giving you these prop bets heading into the uh, Sunday matchups. So good luck in week three for Anita Marks and Mike Clay. Um, Have a great weekend, everybody.